0: Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. How is everyone doing today? Welcome back to another round of the fun, encouraging, awesome, incredible Real Film Nerds Podcast. With me as always, my good buddy, Mysterious Mike.
1: Hey, how's it going, everybody?
0: Hey, so Mike. Before we get into our review this week, which is Sicario: Day of the Soldado, let's uh, let's uh, shoot off a little bit and do a little discussion because what some of our listeners might have noticed, we had a post out on Thursday or Friday that we were featured on another podcast. Did you know this?
1: Uh, I only know because you told me, and I read our well, our, our, our post.
0: Well, good, because I didn't know either until my buddy sent it to me. Uh, That is my good buddy, uh, Scott Orr, over at the Code 3 Podcast, where if you're a firefighter or you're interested in firefighting, their technology, anything, go hit them up. It's Code3Podcast.com. And he talks about all that stuff, mostly in the Prescott area and National Forest and area in northern Arizona and things like that. But a lot of it does apply nationally. Anyways, he submitted our podcast to a gentleman by the name of Dave Jackson, who is known for the School of Podcasting. I guess he's nationally recognized. Um, people go to him to get help on podcasting and things. I had never heard of him before. Scott told me that he suggested our show to him. But he has a podcast that is called Podcast Rodeo, where he sits down and takes 10 minutes, 15 minutes 2 minutes, 3 minutes, whatever of listening to a podcast, critiques it, tells you what he thinks about it and what you can do better or what you did good. Oh. So, well,
1: that sounds interesting, man. Uh, di- uh,
0: so, did you did you listen to his podcast, Mike, tearing us a new asshole?
1: Of course I did. I didn't think it was quite as harsh as you put it. he uh, just said that you know, we could work on our game on some of the things uh, my my pronunciation of uh words isn't good most of the time so he was just mentioned that and uh a couple other things but i I didn't think it was so harsh man. why did you think it was so harsh
0: no i didn't think it was i didn't think it was too bad but uh he you know he only listened to i think maybe like two minutes like literally which for 30 seconds of it was our intro And so he didn't get the banter that we typically have going on and how we both kind of jab at each other a little bit here and there. And he straight up was kind of like saying how I was coming off as a dick and an asshole because I just been picking on you. And I was just pointing out because in podcasts prior to The Incredibles, you always seem to get all the names on our rundown except for the writers. And I think the writers are an important part of a movie. So I just wanted to point it out that – Get the writers in there, Mike.
1: Yeah, except for when I was talking about Super Troopers and Jay Sander. Oh, man, I can't even say his name still. Jay Sander K. Carr.
0: Dude, it's still funny. Ch- 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 Chandra Sekar. Chan- yeah, Chandra Say-Kar. Yep. Chandra Sekar. I'm
1: so terrible. Uh, it's
0: okay, man. It's funny. I like it. I think it's hilarious.
1: Uh, so, with that, Matt, do you want me to go into uh, this, this? Yeah.
0: So, anyways, we'll I'll just finish it up. If anybody is interested, you can find the link. I did not put it on our website. It's our website, not his, but I did put it on our Facebook page and realfilmnerds.com. So, head on over to Real Film Nerds uh, Facebook. Check it out if you want to listen, or you can Google podcast rodeo show, is what it is, or you can Google. Dave Jackson, standard spelling, school podcasting, whatever, and you'll find it. But uh, I have one more thing we before we jump into the rundown, Mike.
1: Oh, man. What are all these delays? We got props. Nah, it's not Jackson too many delays.
0: We're only like... to the,
1: the thing quick. And now you have blown it up.
0: You're this it new off. one... But this new one is an important one, Mike. Okay, go, um, go for I f- it. I finally freaking found out how to get everybody cover your smart speakers, Alexa... To play our podcast, because um, according to our good buddy Leo Laporte over at This Week in Tech, a tech show I really like to watch, and I think you watch as well, Mike.
1: Uh, I don't watch it, but I listen to the podcast of it, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Podcast, listen to, watch, whatever. he's He does video and podcast and YouTube and all that stuff. But anyways, he's always suggesting that... The smart speakers, um, the Echo and the Google Home and now the Apple, whatever the Apple one is, is an uh, avenue that people are listening to podcasts on more and more and more. So I sat down and tried to figure out how the hell to get us on the Amazon Echo And it took a little bit, but I got it.
1: You got an Amazon Echo skill? You got
0: I, I did not get a skill. There is a skill that is already out there. You just have to submit your podcast to them to make them aware of you. And then you are automatically put in on their skill. Now, one of the things on their skill is you have to give them the phrase that you want them to play to trigger playing your podcast.
1: Oh, so what is our phrase, Matt?
0: Well, the skill is known as Any Pod, like podcasting is A N Y P O D. So you can just say Alexa enable Any Pod skill or whatever, however you do that. And then if you want to listen to our show, you just say play the real film nerds or play real film nerds, and it will start playing our most recent episode right there and then on your Amazon Echo.
1: Well, that's awesome.
0: So I thought that was pretty cool. It took a little bit to get it freaking figured out, but I finally, finally figured it out. So you can sit back, relax, and listen to us if you have the um, CIA monitoring devices in your—I mean, Amazon Echo in your home.
1: Yeah, yeah, Matt, that—that's cool that you took the time to do that. I appreciate it. Good job.
0: Okay, so I'll I'll stop sidetracking. Let's roll into it, Mike. Sicario: Day of the Soldado is what we're reviewing. Go for it. Give us a rundown, sir.
1: Okay, so uh, this movie uh, is uh, the plot rundown is uh, the drug war on the U.S.-Mexico border has escalated as the cartels have begun trafficking terrorists across the U.S. border. To fight the war, federal agent Matt Graver reteams with Mercurial Alejandro. And then uh, this was directed by Stefano Selma and written by Taylor Sheridan. And it's starring Benicio Del Toro as Alejandro, Josh Brolin as Matt Graver, Isabella Minor as Isabel uh Jeffrey Donovan as Steve Forzing, and Catherine Kenner as Cynthia Ford's.
0: Well, thanks for getting Katherine Kenner in, Kenner in there, because, uh, you know, she is uh, was an important actress in a movie that I reviewed all by myself, known as Little Pink House.
1: Yeah, she was so, the star of that one, correct, Matt?
0: Yes. Yeah, she was the main actress in that film. And it's uh, I think they announced the other day on their Facebook page or Twitter or something that uh, I think they are coming to demand. So you should be able to get it on iTunes and Vudu and Movies Anywhere and all that stuff. So that's pretty cool. If uh, you haven't seen uh, Little Pink House, uh, here's your opportunity. Awesome. So, all right, Mike. So what did you think of Sicario Day of the Soldado?
1: Well, Matt, I I hated this movie. I, I didn't think it was good at all. Uh, I wanted to like this movie so much because the original Sicario that came out a few, uh, 2015, I loved it. I loved it so much. It was really well shot. I, there's like all these kind of extra, maybe a little bit lingering scenes of just wide open, uh, desert and stuff. And I thought it was so neat, um... And it was it was the first one was really dark. Like the movie started out on a pretty dark tone and it just kept getting worse and worse and then <laughs> never really got any better. This movie was, I, I don't know, man. I, I felt like it didn't have as clear of a uh, objective.
0: Well, is that your only problem with it? Because I know if you think a movie is hot garbage, you have lots and lots and lots of opinions on why it is garbage, like most people. Because for me, it takes more than one thing to make it hot garbage. But the biggest issue for me that immediately starts downgrading a score on a film is the story, immediately. No matter how good the visuals are, how good the acting is, how good the cinematography is, the production, nothing. If the story is stupid, it ruins the whole movie. I'm sorry, it just does
1: yeah and and the story for this is not that great it's
0: well see and I'll argue against that a little bit I, because i thought I thought the first two thirds first half of the movie actually started out really strong. It was really interesting it was really dark um the acting was superb the sets were good the cinematography was not at the level of the original sicario but I mean you know, who else can really match Roger Deakins when it comes to cinematography? I mean, he's he's one of my favorites out there for sure. He's incredible. But I thought this movie was doing great. It was rolling well. It was not as good as the original. But the the third, last third or the second half of this film or whatever, just the story just went to shit and I hated it. I hated it. They, nice. You know, they took, they took a movie that didn't need a sequel and made a sequel. Like, the first one was so good. It was polished. It was finished. You had a good start. You had a good end. You had good everything going on. And they made a sequel to it. And it's like, you made a sequel to a movie that didn't need a sequel. I mean, why do we have to have sequels for everything? Why can't you just leave it alone? You know, I like that this world that Sicario takes place in. So maybe do something like that, but you know, don't have, maybe don't tie it to the other one. I don't know. I I don't know.
1: Yeah. I, I, you're right. It didn't need a sequel, but I was excited that there was a sequel, the trailer. So I'm going to mention the trailer because it was really awesome. It was really well cut, really good trailer. Made me want to go see the movie. Then I saw the movie and said, Damn it, they showed me everything in the trailer. Just about every single piece of the movie, major scene was in there, except for towards the end. And I was like, man. That that made me sad, man. That made me very sad.
0: So it's the year of the trailer for you, huh, Mike?
1: Yes, I think it is the year of the trailer
0: because we've been, we've been tricked by so many trailers now, and then there's been a few movies where the trailer was absolute garbage and the movie was great.
1: Yeah, yeah, we have been, we've been bamboozled more times than not.
0: So, about the story, uh, you know, done, written by uh, Taylor Sheridan, do you know what other movies uh, Taylor Sheridan is known for, Mike?
1: Uh, no, I didn't look you know
0: well he is known well i i looked it up because i was curious because uh i thought it started out great and it fell apart and i just couldn't believe it when i looked up what other movies taylor sheridan had done um he wrote hell or high water
1: oh i love that movie
0: yeah that's why i think the first half of the movie was great i you know it this might be a theory but it might have some meat in it um they might have just screwed with Taylor Sheridan's story and screwed up the last half of the movie because hell or high water was great. The other movie he was really well known for. Well, I I guess not, I guess he would say well known. It's a uh, came out uh, on Netflix fairly recently um, is uh wind river. And he not only wrote, but he also directed wind river. And I Love that movie! I thought that movie was fantastic.
1: That movie was really good. Uh, so, any he, he also wrote the original Sicario. So, I, oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe they messed with stuff, or
0: uh, I think the studio man. Maybe, the, I think the studio got involved.
1: Weird editing done that caused everything to get weird. I don't know, but like Hell or High Water was awesome. I love yeah. that movie. Um I love Sicario and Wind River was really good too. So yeah. this guy's talented. I don't know what happened.
0: It doesn't make sense. It to me it doesn't make sense. Someone someone farted with it. They had to have. They had to have. There's no other answer for it. Yeah. Alright. So anyways just uh since um we need to take notes and I need to go off my notes. I will bring up some of the things on my notes that I wrote down after I saw the movie, because I'm not going to walk into the movie theater with a notebook in my hand, because that's a little weird. And I scare people enough as it is when I go into a movie theater. So one thing that really bothered me about the story, especially towards the end of the film was there are too many damn coincidences, just way too many. It's, either these are the luckiest people on the planet or the least lucky people on the planet because there's just you know too many things that rolled into, oh, well, this is why we were telling this story and this is why this person was important, but why is it like this? And then, oh, well, they're this. It's just, no, it was too much. It was way too much. There
1: was this parallel storyline going on in the movie and it really uh, just fits together very nicely with the rest of the movie. And you're like, really? Like...
0: Well, and I understand there has to be a level of believing in certain coincidences because it is storytelling, it is an art form, it is a movie, but there was just too many. I mean it was over and over and over and over. Especially towards the end, and that's one of the things that destroyed it for me. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, and I you know, I love the the you know, Josh Brolin and Benicio del Toro, and they did a great job for the roles. Benicio Del Toro, I've loved him ever since Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, however many years Oh, yeah, ago. dude. Yeah, that was like the first time I remember him as a main character. I was like, who's this guy? I've got to watch more of his movies.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I have loved Benicio Del Toro. I mean, he can do it all. I mean, he gained all that weight to do that role in uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And then, God, well, I don't remember what it, his role was immediately after that. But he went to, like, being, like, super skinny for his next role. So, I mean, he really just gives it his all for these, you know, for these movies. So, Mike, uh, speaking of your boy uh, Benicio Del Toro, how does Sicario, Day of the Soldado, relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
1: This one is super easy, and I know that you are just setting me up because you like to do that, but Benicio Del Toro is the collector from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, and Josh Brolin is this little purple guy named Thanos, something? Yeah, I guess we just watched this movie that had him in it, I don't know.
0: I don't know, it rings a bell, it rings a bell, I'm still kind of confused, Thanos, Thanos,
1: He's also Cable, hmm. but that's a whole different universe, so we're not talking about it.
0: Cable. Huh. See, that one rings a little bit better, Bell. He's the uh, the dude that likes to kick it with my boy Deadpool. I I know who Cable is.
1: Yes, but th- that's like a different world, and the deal's still not through uh, with uh, Fox and stuff. It, they had to raise their bid. I'm not sure where it's at right now.
0: Well... They'll get it. I mean, they want it bad enough. They'll get it. Yeah. Disney has more money than anyone else, next to Apple and Google.
1: Yeah, I think they put in a bid for fifty-two, and then Comcast put in a bid for sixty billion, and then Disney said, eh, "How about seventy two?
0: Well, and the other thing is, is um, from what I was hearing, is uh, the bid from Disney their most recent bid was not just a finance like stocks and cash and all that stuff, but it was also that they were going to absorb quite a, like so many billions of, uh, uh, Fox's and Sony's debt.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that, that'll probably seal the deal then.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty, that's a pretty good thing. At least for them as a company. So, all right, well, Mike our. uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe continues. the streak continues. Good job.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt, do we want to mention our, our next review coming up? because uh, that one really threw me for a loop. Uh,
0: if you want to because I I don't know if you're going to be able to do it. I don't know if you want to tease it yet already. We're not done with this episode we've got a few more minutes here, buddy.
1: Well, I was just gonna I was just gonna throw out a little teaser, just a little like just a taste. Oh
0: fine. oh, just a taste. Are, are these uh, sweaty balls taste?
1: Uh, no, I don't think they're sweaty balls, but they do have something to do with the Schwartz.
0: <laughs> that was nice. That was a good one. <laughs> you rolled that really good, Mike.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Oh. I'm here all episode. <laughs>
0: Man, you're on fire. Have you been drinking already? Of course you have. It's like, what? 8 o'clock over there.
1: It is the evening over here. There may have been a beer consumed.
0: Yeah. You mean a bottle of gin.
1: It looks the same, correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, so Mike, let's get back on uh, Sicario here. What else would you like to mention about Sicario? I know you said you're going to have a hard time talking about this movie, so...
1: Yeah, I, I was just really disappointed. Um, the first one was so well done, and it kind of came out of nowhere, which was also awesome because, you know, a lot of times with Hollywood, we've got all these sequels, sequel, sequel, sequels. We have just, uh, you know, remakes of old movies that you and I loved when we were kids, and, like, pretty much every remake I- I've hated except for the movie It. I did like the remake of It that just came yeah that
0: was really good that was really really good and that's on uh hbo i just ran across that the other day when i was on hbo go watching the final season of westworld
1: oh nice uh not
0: not final season final episode of the most recent season sorry
1: yeah season two just ended yes yeah so uh but for the most part all these remakes i just don't like them like I don't. Yeah. I don't know why they keep doing them. I guess they have figured that everybody hasn't seen them who's young, and so they're just recycling the same stuff. But then, often, I feel like it's worse than the original one. But oh well, it's
0: money. Yeah. They like their money. Yeah. All right. So I know one thing that you might not have noticed, or maybe you did, but subconsciously, on one of the biggest differences between the original Sicario. And its sequel, Soldado. I just like saying that.
1: Yeah, you do. You say it so well, Matt.
0: Yeah, you know, working in Mexican restaurants for, what, like 10, 11 years, something like that helped with my Spanish accent at times.
1: I thought you only learned curse words, Matt.
0: Well, yes, and I know how to pronounce them well. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing that I noticed in the first film is that As you mentioned, it starts out with a bang, very dark. For those of you who have not seen it, you need to see the original, especially if you're going to go see this one. But it builds tension right from the start, like through the entire movie. You don't understand where Emily Blunt's character fits in, really. Josh Brolin is this weird dude that likes to wander around in Crocs, but clearly he's some kind of government agent. Like It just builds tension and suspense from start to finish in the original. And this one none. I didn't feel any of that. I felt no tension, no suspense. I would if anything I would say I was confused because of that second plot line that was going on. I was like, what the hell does this matter? What does this matter? This makes no sense to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right that the first one does start off with just I mean literally what 30 Maybe two minutes in, they're going on a raid into this house, and then everything just gets going. Like from then on, and the, right. in this one, they do have some uh, attacks that happen, but uh, it's just what? not the same. It didn't build the same way. It wasn't approached the same way. And I understand that this director is uh, didn't want to copy the first one. He's not there to make the exact copy, but right, it just right. wasn't. I don't know. But
0: it doesn't have the feel of the original, which is probably one of the more disappointing things. You know, it's uh, the action sequences, as you were saying, they're wonderful action sequences. But this comes off more as an action movie rather than, you know, suspense and things like that. Like the first one, you know, Oh, one of the one of my favorite nods to the uh, original was when they were coming back from Mexico after getting shot up in the Humvees and they're calling ahead to the border crossing and Josh Brolin is sitting there balling out whoever the hell's on the other side to make sure a freaking lane is cleared because he doesn't want this shit to happen again. <laughs> that was a great nod to the first movie.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But like, that's a good example right there. There's uh, uh, spoilers like always, but uh, there's a whole scene in uh the second one where this big convoy is just rolling through the desert and then all of a sudden you know out of nowhere you know it turns into a gunfight and then the federales that are with them start shooting on them and all this other shit and it's just out of nowhere it i mean i understand that's what happens in mexico you and i of all people know and understand that's how a lot of that shit is you know the police system is super corrupt down there yes but still why did they wait until they were you know two hours down this freaking dirt road or whatever. Why didn't they just, the instant they're out of a town, just light them up right there. And then it just, it just felt like action was thrown in to just throw an action and turn it almost into an action movie instead of the really good suspenseful thriller. The original was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I had a hard time with this movie. Like I was so excited to see it and I was so let down. I even told one of my coworkers to not go and save his money because it's crap.
0: Wow. Dude, that is, that is a bold statement. That is a bold statement. Well, the gentleman I went and saw it with, um, my, uh, one of my comic book buddies is actually the owner of the comic book shop. Um, he and I have started going to movies together because he puts his, uh, daughters down to bed and then he's, Up and he wants to go do something. I'm like, well, I usually go see late night movies, and so we went and saw Sicario together. When they turn the house lights on, he looks over at me again. He never saw the first one, and I told him he really needs to watch the first one. I had no idea, or else I wouldn't have invited to go with me to see a sequel to a movie he's never seen. But he looks, he turns, and he looks at me, and he's like, "What the hell did I just watch?" Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, dude, I know." He's like, "Well, I'm glad I have movie pass and didn't waste my money on this." fucking movie but whatever I don't know I like I said I the first two thirds of it I thought were great was really well done but that last third was so bad especially the story it just ruined the whole freaking movie so Mike Sicario Day of the Soldado how many reels do you give it sir
1: well coming off of telling my friend not to go see it I'm only giving this one two reels out of five. I really, wow. I, I really don't want uh, people to go waste their money. If if you're bored or if you have movie pass and you have, it was about two hours. If you have about two hours and twenty minutes to waste and you don't mind losing that time, you can go. But I didn't. I wouldn't recommend going to see it.
0: All right. So you're probably gonna slam me for this, but I thought. It wasn't as horrible other than the ending. The ending screwed it all up and pissed me off. But uh, I give it a three and a half out of five reels.
1: Wow, that's way better than me. I guess I'm just super harsh. Just call me Harsh Mike.
0: Well, no, I I think you had the same kind of phenomena that happened with me and Deadpool where it was built up so high and I wanted it to be so good And there were so many things that just let me down. I think that's what you're experiencing with this one.
1: Yeah, that might be. I probably built it up too much in my mind. I should have gone there thinking it was going to be garbage and be like, oh, it was only like half garbage.
0: Well, I went in thinking it was going to be good. It was going to be standable. But I was really trying not to put it at the level of the original because the original is just so damn good.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was. It was super good, man. The, uh. The um, the uh, original director Dennis. Uh, man, I'm going to say his last name wrong. Vel I
0: think. Yes, I think that's right.
1: Yeah, he went on to do the um, sequel to. Oh man, blanking. The one well, who,
0: didn't he? Go ahead. Uh,
1: he he just did the one the the movie that we reviewed, Matt, with. Um, Queen Amadala.
0: Oh, Annihilation?
1: Yeah, I think he did that.
0: And then... Hold on. I'll, I will pull it up. And then he did... Uh, no, he... Well, no. Um, Blade Runner. He Yes, he did Blade Runner 2049. I was going to say that. And he did incredible i mean but also look at the cin- cinematographer he had on blade runner 2049 it was my buddy mr Deacons.
1: oh arrival that's the other one i was like, arrival
0: is the one yeah, yeah i was gonna say it's not annihilation he yeah, did arrival, arrival and arrival arrival was really good and he also did prisoners which is a movie that uh our f- former co-host uh seth marquardt absolutely loves and keeps telling me i need to watch so that one is probably going to become a uh Legacy cast in the near future. Oh, okay. But, so, anyways.
1: i seen it. Oh, is that the one Prisoners. where the girl gets...
0: I don't know. It doesn't ring a bell to me at all, but it has... Um, it's starring uh, Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah,
1: I think I might have seen Vi- it. And Viola should, Davis. I should probably watch it again. But, uh, yeah, maybe Yeah, I'm- it
0: doesn't ring a bell for me at all, so...
1: Yeah, so... So, this guy's on a roll, man, because Sicario was awesome, Arrival was amazing, and then Blade Runner 2049 was great.
0: Yeah, all th- and I think, if I'm not mistaken, all three of them have at least been nominated for one Academy Award. Now, it might have not have been Best Direction or whatever, but those his last three movies have been nominated for something.
1: Yeah, no. He's- you know? Yeah, I should have known that when he wasn't a part of the second one, maybe I should be a little cautious in going. I
0: don't know. I mean, it was it was what it was. It wasn't great, but I, you know, I liked I liked two thirds of it. <laughs> I, I, I went in, you know, hoping that it was going to be good, but I also went in saying, "Why the hell are we having a, a sequel to a really great movie?" Right. Yeah. Anyways. All right, so, Mike, you got uh, anything else you want to add for uh, Sicario 2?
1: Uh, no, I, overall, I was just disappointed with this movie.
0: So, basically, your words of wisdom for Sicario 2 is don't go see it. It was hot garbage.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if I would say hot garbage, Matt, but that is kind of funny. So, yeah, it was hot garbage.
0: Smelly, wet, stinky, hot garbage. Yeah. All right. So, on that note, I guess uh, we will leave you with uh, Mike's suggestion of don't see this movie and my suggestion of, eh, it's not too bad. It's not great, but it's not too bad other than the ending. And coming up on uh, Thursday, as Mike teased earlier, may the Schwartz be with you, a legacy cast of Spaceballs. So, until then, we'll yell at you then or chat at you then or whatever. I don't know.
1: Thanks, everybody.
0: Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.